0: That's Retro Fandango, that's Retro Fandango. when it's Android over iPhone, and you can keep your stupid amiibo,
1: and always bashing on Nintendo, but well, that's Retro Fandango, that's Retro Fandango, thanks Retro Fandango. Oh, wow.
0: Welcome everyone to Retro Fandango, episode number 2, 21, 2. I'm here. Richard's here. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk for probably about an hour and a half about stuff that's going on.
1: And then we'll stop. And then we'll stop.
0: It's been a while since I've talked to you, buddy. Three
1: weeks? Yeah. Has it been three weeks? It's, weeks? Uh, gosh. It's been like four weeks, hasn't it? It's been a while. It's mm. been a while. Too long. Too long. Oh. Uh,
0: but uh, bef- when I left you... I was about to go into my trucking course. Yes. And now I'm I'm in it. I'm in the trucking mm-hmm. course. Two, two weeks in
1: to the trucking course. How, what's the uh, total time?
0: Total time? Like you mean the amount of hours for the whole thing? Well, or?
1: You said you're two weeks in. So like how oh, much more time do you have? Six weeks. So six weeks. Six weeks. All right. Yeah.
0: So pretty much all the theory stuff is done. I mm-hmm. technically have what they would call a GZ license.
1: GZ? So mm-hmm.
0: G-class vehicles are your cars, your pickup trucks, your... Um, what else? Cars, pickup trucks, vans. You can drive a van.
1: Uh, your standard... Yeah, regular cars. And transport.
0: But I had the Z added to the license. That means I can operate... Uh, air brakes. Uh, it's kind of weird because um, you have to get, you have to be able to prove that you can operate air brakes before you go out on a road with uh, to get your A license, like to to drive A class vehicles, which are your semi transports and
1: mm-hmm. those
0: kind of things. Steven asks if that includes buses. No, buses are C-class. You have to go uh, and get some training and do a, uh, a
1: written test to get uh, a C-class. But Right. What's the difference if you're transporting passengers or goods? Um,
0: it's, it's more of the type of vehicle, right? Like driving a bus is not as complicated. I'm not going to – not to disparage any bus drivers out there and the jobs that they do and the streets that they have to drive on and that. But essentially a bus in of itself is not as complicated to drive as a semi truck, which has a pivot point in it and air brakes, uh, buses use hydraulic brakes, which are standards in most cars. Um, Mm -hmm. You have no, uh, let's see, air brakes. Mm. There, There are air brakes on buses. But they're uh, more of of a type of parking brake. They're not applied to your regular, what we call in the business, service brakes. If you hit uh, Mm. a brake pedal in a bus, you are putting pressure on hydraulic fluid to send to the brakes to activate them. (sighs) What's this, Stephen? It is weird when people are getting stabbed on buses all the time. Yeah, well, if you remember that one uh, dude out in manitoba i think it was or alberta i can't remember which flat province it was but there was a guy that thought he was um a god like he he, he was uh, god's I don't know, he, he had to do god's handiwork he thought he was like like god was telling him what to do and god told him that the guy in C row 108 or whatever was a demon and he needed to stab him several times. So he got out like a big, you know, crocodile Dundee knife, went up to the guy, stabbed him a few dozen times, and then cut his head off because that's what God told him to do. Oh. And then he tried to take off. He tried to take off in the bus, but he didn't know uh, to take off the – you had to push in the pedal in order to start the bus. You had to push in the brakes to start in the bus. He didn't know that he had to do that. It was like a safety feature thing. Need someone in the mm-hmm. seat holding down on the pedal before the bus starts. He didn't know how to do that, so that's how the cops were able to uh, contain him and uh, able to put him down before he stabbed anyone else. Or no, he got out actually. I think he got out on a psych thing or something. He just did like five years in prison or something like that. Welcome cool. to Canada.
1: Hey, look at that.
0: There you go. Anyways,
1: so that's what I've been up See? to. Was it you who were telling me about, um, about uh, how to break a, uh, the cab in a truck?
0: How to break a cab in the truck?
1: Well, it's like when you're, when you're driving a big truck. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if you told me this or if I saw it in a movie recently. You probably it's saw like it in your, a movie. You've got the, uh, you know... Uh, you, tell me here, what's the name of it? The cab is the... the Start with the engine, and then your trailer is behind you, right?
0: Yeah. So, the tractor trailer.
1: Okay. Right. So, yeah, yeah, you have to break the trailer first, and then you break for your your uh, your cab, your, your actual S- engine. N- n- um,
0: you're sort of sort of right in a way.
1: Um, so-, so basically, because yeah, if you if you start if you're pulling a lot of weight and then you break just. You know, your the the truck itself, the trailer still has the momentum to smash into oh, the back yeah. of the the uh, yeah the truck. So you have to make sure that you break the tra- uh, the trailer first to no. slow that down.
0: No, 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 and everything then... breaks at the same. You hit the pedal on mm-hmm. uh you hit the pedal on the the tractor and the tractor and all the brakes activate. The air brakes activate all like your brakes in on the tractor and the trailer at the same time. If you were to break the truck first, the trailer would – the trailer basically would slow down with you Mm because the truck is, like, in front of it. But it's not really a good idea. It's a better idea to have brakes everywhere.
1: I do believe in the movie, which is a movie about vampires. Ah. uh, It it did cause an accident and the truck, like, flipped over. Yeah, yeah. Or the trailer smashed into it. Sure, yeah. You don't Um, want to do that.
0: But what is separate are the uh what they call spring brakes. There's so there's basically a big parking brake in the truck and uh spring brakes in the trailer. So you put on the parking brakes in the truck that'll stop your truck from moving, put the spring brakes in the trailer and that'll stop your trailer from moving when you're parked. You don't activate them when you're driving or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. sort of right. Hey, there's Deke. I I met up with Deke. Deke was here in Sudbury. Really? Yeah. Uh, he posted it on Facebook, so you you probably didn't see it, but yeah, he I came. Do,
1: do the Facebook.
0: He visited Sudbury because uh, he's a grandpa now. His, uh, oh, congratulations! Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> his daughter had a baby, so we got to meet him and his uh, wife uh, Sue. We got to have dinner or lunch with him at uh, Gus's restaurant, which is a pretty cool diner in uh, downtown Sudbury. And yeah, we spent uh, probably was an hour and a half, maybe two hours uh, with them. Um, you know when you when you got a new baby on the way and it's your first uh, grandchild, you're you're kind of busy, right? You're busy doing well, family you're eager stuff. to spoil. right. You don't have time to play with friends. You have to go and spend time with the family. so so they were here for a few days, but we only got to see them for a few hours. but you know, it was great to see him. That was the first person I think. I had met in person uh, in on the blogging, uh, the blogging family, if you will. You know, we see each right. other all through cameras and everything. This was the first one I, I met, other than Sarah, of course. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Did you empty out that room?
0: <clears throat> I did not. No. No. It
1: seems a little little <laughs> compared no? to My memory. My memory is not that great, but I, I kind of remember. There being There
0: was stuff. like, uh, I guess it's, maybe it's brighter in here. So maybe, maybe it, you know, cause it's uh, the sun has stayed out longer. There were, there were a bunch of uh, uh, board games that we had stacked up here, but that was just a temporary solution. <laughs> uh, and eventually I, I put them all in their proper place. And then I set up, this is my setup for uh, recording vinyl to, um, video files or um, audio files so I can listen gotcha. to them in the car, okay. Whatnot. All right, yeah. and right there, right there, wait, right, 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 right there. Yes, that, that's the old soundboard right there, right there. Oh, all
1: right, yeah, <laughs> taking up space, not doing well. It, it's still technically on the show, that's we right. Can see it.
0: <laughs> I told you I'd get the soundboard on the it's show, it's a part of it, and there it is. I kept my word.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if you're ready for this, but uh, I do actually have uh, a little bit of study for you. Study for your your yeah for your your trucking license. There.
0: You don't have. You're gonna examine me right now.
1: Yep, I did the. Uh, I did you a favor, and I went and I looked up some stuff. And I thought I'd give you a little pop quiz. <laughs> oh boy, are they Canadian?
0: Are they Canadian questions or American? I do
1: believe it's universal. Okay. I believe this is 100% universal. Okay. All right. Uh, We're going to do a little test here. Just a second. I'm going to do this uh, high tech here and get uh, on my phone.
0: By the way, I noticed that you sent that uh, George Costanza GIF uh, where he says, all right, you want to get nuts?
1: Let's get nuts. Yes, I was debating between that and the Michael Keaton.
0: Right. Do you think I, – I, I never put that two and two together before, but I was in a Facebook conversation with my Dungeons & Dragons group, and mm-hmm. uh that meme came up, the, the Michael Keaton one from the Batman movie. And then I saw Age that, Man, yeah. and I thought, was Costanza quoting the Batman movie, or was that just – it's possible. Like it's not a direct quote. It's in the, the area, but they would do that all the time on Seinfeld, right? Like they would talk about Star Trek Two, but they never quoted Star Trek Two directly. Other than There Seinfeld.
1: are examples in Seinfeld of them mimicking scenes from other movies. Like they yeah. did the JFK bullet thing yeah. with the with the spit. And then there was um one that I'm I'm still not really familiar with. Uh, there was Jerry and Kramer in the back of a bus and that was like a, a, a scene from some movie that I've not seen. The Graduate, um, I think. No, no, not the Graduate scene. It's it's him like consoling Kramer and trying to like get him to wake up or something. Mm,
0: this, there's there's videos
1: talking. all on like uh, Seinfeld references to movies and things. Right. But I, I don't believe I saw that one listed. Mm, but it I'm is. Sure. It's what I think of when I hear that line. Because uh, the Batman '89 is the first time I remember hearing someone say that phrase right in that way. Anyway, yes. Okay, are you ready? Here, I'm ready. We're gonna test your knowledge of trucker lingo.
0: <clears throat> oh, <laughs> okay. No, all right. None of this has been covered on any of my classes.
1: So, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm glad I'm I'm here to to get you ready. All right. Uh, okay, tell me if you know what any of these things are uh you're you're sitting you gotta imagine yourself in the cab yeah with your your CB radio. We use two-way radios your, now.
0: CBs are kind okay of well, your sleeves but, all
1: rolled up and yes. your your bud light hat get yourself in the mood. Cigarettes uh,
0: right there. yes,
1: yeah. right there.
0: I don't smoke, but I'm gonna keep a pack of cigarettes. you
1: you me. do have to keep them <clears throat> it's it's like. You could have your license, but without the cigarettes. Yeah. No, you're, you're not a ask. trucker.
0: No, you're just a guy driving a truck. You're not a trucker.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, what is an alligator?
0: I do know this. Well, I, I don't know if this is what is going to be on your answer, but in I was told that an alligator. So what they do in uh, <clears throat> the t- the amount of rubber on truck tires. Am I mm-hmm. am I am I right so far?
1: You're okay. you're in the ballpark right Excellent. now. Excellent.
0: Okay, so we're on the thing. So the amount of rubber on truck on truck tires are is much greater than on cars. So when trucks, uh, when the treads start running low on trucks, they can actually redo the treads on the tires. And when they do that, <clears throat> sometimes the adhesive that they use to stick the tread back onto the tire uh, comes comes loose. It's not as common mm-hmm. any anymore. Um, because the, the adhesive has gotten better but uh the uh, you know maybe like 10 years ago or even five years ago you'd see all the time these huge hunks of uh rubber out on mm-hmm. the road and uh they are from uh, treads coming off of the tire because of the adhesive mm-hmm. let, had let go and uh they would call them truckers would call them alligators because if you ran over them they take a bite out of your truck
1: Hey, look at you. Yeah,
0: there's one. Uh, one for I, one.
1: I will give you, like, perfect score on that one. All that. right. Uh, piece of tire on the road, usually a recap from a blown tire, which okay. can look recap, like an alligator flying in the yeah. road. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If you run over them, they can bite you or bounce back up and do damage to hoses, belts, fuel. Look like that.
0: All right. That's one. You're doing well.
1: Woo. Okay. How many uh, are there? animal one. Um, too many, so I'm not gonna <laughs> do all of them. Okay. Uh, but this one's fun. A bear. Oh, that's a, a police officer. Wow. Look at you yeah. They, all right. Then smokies
0: should... is the old thing, but Smoky bears, it's just easier to say. Bears, you don't have to say Smokies. So yeah.
1: Okay, and then what would a bear bite be? Uh, donut. Uh, like a, a coffee shop or a donut shop. Mm. No 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 bear bite is uh receiving a ticket oh from, uh... i like that better right uh you get a speeding ticket okay uh which then uh when you pay the ticket what might that be called keeping with the bear theme
0: hmm. i i don't know
1: if you uh, pay your ticket, you're feeding the bears.
0: Feeding the
1: bears. Yes, oh boy. you get a bear bite, and then you have to feed the bears.
0: By the way, it's very hard to get caught by the police uh, for speeding because most trucks have govern- governors on them. You can only go so fast on them, so you'd have to be speeding in a, you know, very low uh, kilometer.
1: What did you say it was called? A governor. A governor.
0: Yeah, they put a governor on on. So like, depending on the trucking company. Uh, mm-hmm. Some some companies, um, 105 is the maximum that they could mm-hmm. uh, allow a truck. 105 uh, kilometers an hour is the maximum that they could legally I, put on a truck to for speed. And uh, they go as low as 90. They're somewhere at 94. It depends on the company.
1: I, I really... Like, I'm, I'm not for, you know, the government controlling every aspect of our lives. But I really don't understand why they don't do that for regular cars. Because there are... There'd be an
0: uproar. Like, what politician? I know like, there'd
1: be an uproar. It'd be a yeah. bunch of people complaining. But you know that there's a maximum speed that you're allowed to go. Like, like you go on to, you know, a highway, expressway, whatever. People go a certain percentage over the speed limit then there's the ridiculous limit where yeah. it's like nobody needs to ever go this fast
0: there are, Why are like,
1: cars allowed to go that fast if you're never supposed to go that fast there
0: are governors on a lot of high performance vehicles
1: but what they do is they mod them so that they remove yeah them, right? like and I understand that but then I I totally believe that your regular average pedestrian, ve- uh, pedestrian vehicle your regular uh, you know vehicle for the average person should be limited to how fast it can go. Yeah. And then of course, all your emergency services should be able to go faster than that. Wouldn't that cut down on a whole lot of car chases and, and stupid teenage speeding and, uh, you know, I, I just and I, if you if you modify it, then that's an extra yeah, you know, penalty well, on. you. Well, it, it already is.
0: It already yeah. is if you get caught with uh, modifying your vehicle in that way. But anyways, uh-huh. uh, no politician is going to run on that. Nobody's going to vote for him or her. Uh-huh. And even and it if they just do, save lives. They're anyway. not going to win the next election. I mean, that was something you'd have to run on to get to try to get the majority of support.
1: I think. I, well, I, I guess you'd did. have to have, it'd be like, um, you know, your stabby guy on the bus or something. You need a certain <laughs> number of those things to happen in a yeah. short period of time for someone to say, all right, we got to do something about this.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a whole bunch of regulations for truckers because they're not, you know, people just don't like trucks on the road, right? They're, they're big and scary in that. So there's a limited on how fast they can go, how, how much you can drive in a day, uh, uh, where, yeah, but then some how else are you going to
1: get your Amazon purchases? What do I got to go to the store myself?
0: Uh, I, I, yeah.
1: All right, all right. Back to the test here. Yes, uh, I'm going to skip down a few. Uh, Ratch rocket.
0: Oh, that's a motorcycle,
1: like oh. a like
0: a Suzuki, Specifically? like a hot like a Honda Suzuki, not a Harley, but like a fast super performance. Motorcycle. I
1: i am impressed i'm impressed i knew yeah, that one before, a motorcycle right? built for speed there's rocket sauce hey rocket sauce don't interrupt the test okay? <laughs> don't anybody uh, feel free if anyone in the chat though thinks they can uh uh beat kevin at any of these
0: no I caffeine know. pills no i did i do not
1: have any <laughs> uh when you're you're driving your truck what's your donkey
0: donkey must be oh geez either the trailer or the load i don't know i'm guessing on this one.
1: Uh, you kind of got in the right area uh your donkey is just behind you okay so someone might say to you you've got a bear on your donkey okay okay all right i'm gonna take off a point for that one i would Uh, get it right go-go juice
0: oh that's uh coffee Oh, no, that's, sorry, that's fuel. Fuel.
1: Specifically?
0: Well, di- well, I mean, we're not supposed to say diesel, because things have changed now.
1: But Is that a no-no word?
0: Yeah, because not every truck runs on diesel.
1: Okay, but so yes, yes, say that, is, uh, that was, I guess, classically known as diesel fuel. Yeah, okay. Mm. All right, uh. This, there are two options for this one, a gumball machine or jackpot. No, don't know this one. Uh, that'd be the. Uh, oh, the cops. Uh, pop, uh, the uh, lights okay. on the top okay. of a cop car.
0: Uh, okay. I think I have heard that one before. I should have got that one.
1: All right. This one should be fairly easy. I really like the way this sounds. It's probably my favorite. Maybe I'll save this for the end. It's kind of easy, but all right, I'm gonna save that for the end. Was choke and puke uh,
0: on your on your list?
1: Uh no. What is oh. that?
0: The choke and puke? That's uh, like, uh a truck stop.
1: Oh, okay. You, like you, like, like a, a roadside diner? Yeah. Okay. Uh a lollipop?
0: Lollipop? No, lollipop. Don't know this one.
1: Uh, they're just those little reflectors on the side of the road that kind of have like a circle on the top. Looks like a lollipop. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe that. I don't know if they have that in. Uh,
0: they do. Yeah, especially in the. Different. They use them in the winter a lot to mark where the where the driveways are in that because mm-hmm. of the snowbanks.
1: Okay. Now I I know you're gonna know this next one. All right. A lot lizard.
0: Oh, yeah, that's that's uh, a lady of the night who hangs out at uh, truck stops.
1: Okay, now I'm going to add to this. Uh, a la- uh, a lot lizard, also known as a sleeper creeper.
0: Mm, okay.
1: And that's there anyway. may also be a male buffalo.
0: <laughs> oh, man, you're educating me now. <laughs> yes,
1: and they would be hanging out, as you said, in a, a, like a, a lot or something, which can also be known as a pickle park
0: oh i've learned it a lot here i've never yeah, i have so when, heard of when
1: you're off to your choking and puke and you pull into the pickle park watch out for all the lot lizards and male buffaloes
0: sauce was going to ask the same question he's he's like i got a trivia question uh, and then you asked <laughs> the lot lizards uh,
1: pay the water bill Have to stop for a pee, yeah, yeah, too. I know what you're doing. All right, now I got a question for you. This is not part of the test, but uh, you previously educated us on uh, how you would uh, stop for a little pee break when it's like super cold and windy. You got to go between the cab, right? Between the cab, yep. What do you do if you're in that situation? You're in in the middle of a a lot somewhere, it's freezing cold, and you got to take a poop.
0: You just hope that you don't. <laughs> <All right. laughs> like, that's it. Or you got to find your way to the closest toilet.
1: I, I was going to uh, say you should probably have a couple of uh, extra bags with you in your cab.
0: I mean, I, I've heard stories where it it has happened. Uh,
1: you spend just... a lot of time in that truck. Yeah. And there's. You spend no... a lot of time in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you you let us know once you uh come across the answer. Listen,
0: my mission is to plan my stops so I don't have to like I mean a lot of this stuff is like like outlaw truckers stuff like like what my brother when I went out on a run with my brother-in-law he he's a bit like he's a bit of an outlaw, you know, like where he's stopping and all that, where and how much he drives and all that. Where if you're with a company that is a little more Corporate, I mean, you're going to be stopping. They're not going to let you drive four hours without stopping, right? You're going to be stopping at least once within that four hours. Uh, So you're going to have time to stop and go to the bathroom and all that. And, you know, and you just got, and what do they call it? Uh, Oh, Jeez. And so if you do, if that does happen to you, I don't know if this is on your list, but if you do have that happen to you, Uh, That is called an arse. An arse? Another roadside emergency.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, the the problem here with just about everything in life is that I was educated by movies from the 70s and 80s. So when I saw how everything was displayed in those films, that's what I expected of my adult life. Right. (laughs) So I don't know why society changed everything.
0: Well, I mean... Uh, you know, things were getting crazy. Like uh, Foss mentioned the caffeine pills, like truckers were regularly taking those to stay awake, to drive oh, yeah. on the roads. They were getting in accidents. It was a big, uh, uh, thing here in Canada, like maybe about 10, 15 years ago, where constantly in the news, you heard of truck tires flying off of trailers and tractors and, and flying into like people's, uh, cars because, you know, the more construction you have out there, the more uh, things you need delivered, and outlet, the more trucks there are. And, the, you know, the less people are, uh, you know, who are, you know, looking after the trucks and all that. And, you know, so guys were just not looking after their trucks and letting them, you know, just hoping for the best when they go out on the road or not caring or whatever. And all sorts of accidents were happening, you know. So government has to step in. People you know, pe- people get angry. There's an outcry. Government has to step in and start setting down some regulations. All
1: right. It's just the way it goes. You got, a, you got a cruise control button on your truck? Uh,
0: Not in the truck. I So far, I'm just practicing on trucks in a lot. We haven't gone out on the road or anything like that. But there are cruise con- trucks with cruise control, manual and automatic trucks with uh, cruise control. It's a thing. It's not so- – it, like it's not something you would use in town or anything like that because your reaction time is like a half a second, you know. Because when your foot's on the floor versus your foot on a pedal, right? Your foot's on a pedal. You see something happen. Your foot comes up and and hits the brake, right? So you immediately once you take your foot off the pedal, the truck starts slowing down. You're you're towing eighty thousand pounds. It's gonna slow, it's gonna start slowing you down. You got your foot on the floor. You take your foot up. Nothing's happening. That cruise control is still telling you to go, and you put mm-hmm. your foot on the brake. So it's something you would only use on the on the highway
1: uh, with the lots room road. In front of room. you.
0: That's right. Gotcha.
1: So how, how? What have you? You're two weeks in. You said you did a lot of theory, all the uh, book study. Ha, yeah. Have you spent a lot of time in the actual truck? Um. Yeah.
0: Like today. Uh. Basically, today we just learned backing up. We just backed up, uh, which is a whole. I mean, you gotta, there's angles, <laughs> there's turning, there's steering, there's a hole. I actually want to try to find on American Truck Simulator. I want to try to find if somebody uh, did the test within American Truck Simulator, like one of the mods or something, so I could just practice. Because mm-hmm. I got the steering wheel for it and just practice, you know, trying to back in only using mirrors. You know. Because it's uh, it's the thing that they get you to do. Like, I, I've talked to many truckers and all that, and the it's basically a trick that they want you to do during the road test to, base, to show that you have command of, of the vehicle. It's something that you would never or very rarely have to do out in the real world. It's called a 90-degree turn. So you're basically perpendicular. Like mm. The spot you want to get into here is here. This is great audio, by
1: the way. With, right. Demonstrate well, people this. People can picture a 90-degree so angle. So
0: picture... A picture of an empty parking spot and you you passed it in your car and you want to back up into it right in your mm-hmm. car that's basically what they're trying to get you to do but you're doing it in a big truck with a trailer so
1: mm-hmm.
0: you have to go up and around and back in like that
1: and there's only just like that listeners just like that
0: <laughs> so you know you got certain amount uh, number of times you can pull up and correct your uh uh backing in um Mm -hmm. but you know so today i did that twice and my test is my exam is going to be in four weeks now the first time i did it i was uh guided i would say by uh the instructor um you know told me when to turn and all that so you can get a feel of it but the second time i did it on my own and uh, I did okay. I think he stopped me a couple of times and, you know, corrected me in that, um, Yeah, you know, it's just like anything. It's just going to take uh, some practice, but it's right. very, it's very easy to fail. That's like, they were like, I, I show up for class a little bit early. So I kind of hang out with the uh, instructors a little bit and they taught, they tell me stories. They always have stories of like, because the, they're always doing exams, right? They're always present mm-hmm. in exams and like, how you do? How did how did everyone do yesterday? And It'll be like two for two, two you know two people passed, two people failed, and it'd be something stupid like uh, one guy drove perfectly, you know, did all the road tests and all that, uh, uh, did all of his. They call it a schedule one check where they quiz you on the equipment on the truck and to look for defects and all that. There's like a page couple of pages of defects you have to know them all and they'll just ask you six random ones um, and tell them what you're looking for and all that stuff so it's basically to test you on your pre-trip you got to couple and uncouple the trailer um okay. so this guy did all that 100% correct went to back in got out of his truck went to the back of the truck looked said oh i am like you basically have three feet Of space that you can back up into into this spot and he went and he looked and said oh I am I'm more than three feet now if he would have left it there because he was more than three feet he would have got a mark on his uh, exam but he would have passed but he decided I don't want that mark on my exam so I'm gonna back it up a little more so he was probably you know he was just a little bit out of three feet went in backed up hit the back home went too far oh instant fail instant Even, fail there are certain things that you that you if you do on the test it is an instant fail so it's very easy to fail the test
1: hmm. that's just like when greg brady hit the egg remember that one yes <laughs> he was trying to beat marcia yeah He just needed uh, an extra
0: inch sauce house is this like boy scouts mm-hmm. or karate where all you do is read no you, you, you actually drive a
1: you do. Was anybody else ever in Boy Scouts? Did you ever do anything like that? I did Navy League Cadets. Navy League Cadets.
0: Yeah, that, so that was like, um, you know, you have Air Cadets, uh, Sea Cadets, Army Cadets. I don't know if you have those in the States.
1: We had nice. Cub Scouts when I was in elementary school, and I joined it. And, yeah, we, I put on my uniform, and I went to the school cafeteria every week, and, and we played Steal the Bacon, and then I went home.
0: Well, you remember, terrible. I, I'm pretty sure, remember when Wesley Crusher was in um, school to become a Starfleet officer? Remember he was a cadet? Yeah. Yeah, That's basically that's what cadets are.
1: You're just teenagers. It's like you know, an ROTC kind of thing, prepping you for the military.
0: Yeah, yeah basically. Um, but what I was in was, so there was, you know, air cadets, sea cadets. Army cadets. So those are like high school kids going around playing army, playing navy, playing airplane to Mm -hmm. you know prepare themselves for going into the army. Air cadets are cool though. I think they got to fly gliders, which is pretty cool. Anyways, I was in I was in Navy League cadets. So that was like, you know, baby cadets. Like you weren't even a cadet yet. You were like a
1: Navy League cadet. Put on your uniform and go in the kiddie pool.
0: uh, Put on your uniform and march around a, a gym. For a couple hours uh, every Friday, mm-hmm. raise a flag, lower a flag, play some uh, band music. <laughs> hey, we had the Governor General of Canada come in and inspect us once. That was that was cool. Right. cool. There
1: you Excellent. go. Excellent. All right. Well, I'd say you you did uh, pretty well on this quiz. You you knew a whole lot more of these than I thought you would. Well, I'm okay. just going to give you my my favorite one now. Okay. Which I think is kind of easy. I just, I just like the phrase Kojak with a Kodak.
0: Oh, that must be a police camera or like a speed camera or radar.
1: Yeah. Radar. Yeah. A police okay. officer or some kind of law enforcement with a, a speed
0: yeah. gun. Sauce <laughs> so asked about space cadets. Uh, was was, <laughs> was it a thing in the <laughs> oh, 80s it is and 90s? now in the U.S. But it might be. Yeah, it might be in the U.S.
1: We've, we've got our space command service. Space force. Space Force. No, the name is sillier than I remembered.
0: Good old Trumpy.
1: Space Force. Oh boy.
0: So enough about trucking. What have you been up to, sir?
1: Um. Oh, I got to bring my phone back for this because I watch a lot of movies. Did you? Um. I, I I I watch movies constantly. I try to watch a movie every day, and I, I've been successful in getting two in certain days. Wow. Well, the good thing is um, this year for my work, I switched textbooks uh, at at the high school I worked for. So I I used to have uh, probably like three or four different series of textbooks for different classes. And uh, as of this year, they wanted me to take on some additional classes. So I said, you know what? I'm going to get all new textbooks, and I'm going to use the same series for every class uh for whatever thing i do so it's it's just going to be so much more unified and it's going to be so much easier to plan everything out and and prep everything and to some degree it has worked which gives me a lot more free time because everything is just doom to doom i i did this for this class i did the same thing the test style the quizzes everything is just like smoother operations so i get more time for uh painting and watching movies and stuff nice great so I did uh, uh, watch a couple of movies. Yeah, let me just backtrack a little bit. Check my notes because there's some that I've forgotten about. What month is it? Uh... June. It was May. Okay. <laughs> wow
0: we we haven't recorded in a while. Has it been that long? Yeah, I'm looking back at here. No, the last movies fact, I talked we're about, cool. I watched.
1: I watched in April, so yeah, I guess it has been. A while. Yeah, like, yeah, like I think I mentioned Judge Dredd before. That mm-hmm. was nearly a month ago.
0: We still have more episodes this year than SDC Pod, so that's all that matters. All right, as long as those I did guys watch stay a couple lazy. of
1: movies for the first time, like I finally uh, saw Fargo. I'd never oh, seen okay. that before.
0: And what did you think great. of Fargo?
1: oh great. you you liked it good that was really good um I finally saw Slapshot slap shot with uh paul okay Steven. yeah that that was very entertaining yeah with the
0: Hansen it. brothers That's
1: a yes good one. uh I finally saw Deadpool two okay was just like Deadpool one
0: yeah
1: it kind of hid that like uh oh, this is fun uh little bit over okay it's back to being fun again yeah it's, it's okay it's good it rides the line where its yeah. There's there's some good parts. Um, I rewatched a couple of uh, good classic sci-fi like uh, Forbidden Planet. Oh yeah, love that. That uh, Super Star Trek. (laughs) See the major (laughs) Star Trek influence. Oh
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You got uh, Captain Doctor First Officer going down to the planet to investigate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then the Walter Pidgeon is like the you know like that he could he could have been a Star Trek villain that character that he's yeah, playing the yeah. Doctor
1: who well the whole yeah. thing the the whole like uh, it, it's your ID coming out and everything it's yep super Star Trek uh, the day the Earth stood still nineteen love that movie that was really yeah. good um, and then I finally watched. Um, all of the Planet of the Apes sequels from the original oh, series. I
0: had
1: nice. always avoided them for some reason. I've seen the original so many times, but then I, I went beneath, I escaped, <laughs> conquested, and battled for.
0: Now, I believe and, I've only seen... Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: And Oh, no, no. Go ahead. Because oh, I, was... I won't spoil anything if I know which ones you haven't seen.
0: I think I... Oh, now, it was a long time ago that I saw three of the sequels. And, mm-hmm. you know, se- so second, third, and fourth. If I recall correctly, there were a bit of diminishing returns. Like, the second one was really good. Third one was okay. And then I think the last one I saw, they the apes come to, like, present-day Earth, which would have been, like, early 70s or something.
1: Okay. Well, they were all... 70s. Like uh the original came out what like 68, 69. Yeah. Like no no, two, I
0: mean three... I mean the apes came to present what would have been oh, present okay. day yes, earth it's... in the seventies. Yes. I yes, think that yes. was the last one I saw.
1: Okay. That film that was Escape. Uh and that was 71, but they came to Earth in 73. They put in the future just slightly. Oh. Well, I'll uh, fill you in on my thoughts. All right. Uh, The second one, uh, Beneath the Planet of the Apes. Uh, First half of that movie, kind of meh. Kind of not so much, because they're basically just retreading the same ground. You get uh, another character who also comes to the planet, who also looks very much like Charlton Heston, Mm -hmm. who also discovers it's a planet of the apes, who also runs across Nova. No problem with Nova being there again. No. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, the first half is basically setting up his character to experience just about everything that Taylor experienced in the first film. And then the second half, they actually go beneath and they get some new territory. And then the bleakest ending I've ever seen in any movie. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. Like, see, I that's the what first I... movie. Yeah. I know the first movie wasn't exactly like it didn't end on a high note. Yeah. Man, some of these sequels, the endings are so rough.
0: Well, I remember that's what I liked the most about the second movie was the ending and uh, the cameo appearance, shall we say? Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, um, from chimpanzee to chimpanzee. he will never make a monkey favorite. out of me. I love you, Dr. Zayas.
0: Dr. Zayas, Dr. Zayas.
1: <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I just recently ordered some Simpsons DVDs. Nice. I've I've never had them. I do have the first two seasons. I just ordered three, four, and five. And then I'm going to keep my eye out to see if I can get, um, I don't know, maybe through 10 or so. I, I can't remember how much of the Simpsons I actually watched back in the day. Anyway, um, the next one was Escape from Planet of the Apes. That's the one that does the Star Trek Four thing, send them back to present day, right? And that one I thought was much better than um, uh, Escape than okay. from Beneath. The,
0: the two, the but second one.
1: Yeah, yeah. So two was kind of like ah, eh, so so. Three did something completely different and was really entertaining. Four Conquest uh, continues off of that. You haven't seen that one?
0: I don't think so. I don't. I can't remember. It, it was such a long time ago.
1: Conquest uh, continues off of that. Go back in time. Well, well, basically, the second sequel continues from you know Taylor and ends where it ends. Then go back in time and then those three movies continue from that point so okay i really liked escape and i really liked conquest and then battle was just like uh they ran out of money and ideas and time, yeah and nobody was interested anymore except roddy mcdowell he kept coming back for all the uh for all the movies and i think he did the tv show too which i've i've not seen but uh five was Pretty lackluster, but overall pretty good in terms of they're banging out these movies like every year and they're still putting some creativity and some clever sci-fi writing in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Nice stuff. I recommend them.
0: I have them. I just mm. haven't watched them.
1: Oh, yeah. Escape and Conquest I really enjoy. Okay. That's it. That's about it. Well, That's I mean, great. I watched a whole lot of more stuff, but I, I know you're not gonna want to talk about Nightmare on Elm Street. So
0: Well, I'm I'm curious. So, uh you like you, you went through the series? The whole thing. And you enjoyed them? All you, eight. You're you're all uh
1: cool? enjoy uh I, I stand we did this uh like a couple of years back where we watched um the first one for for one of our uh, film yeah. Dangos. Yeah. Neither of us were really a big fan of it. We thought it was very silly. Um, I love the concept. I love the character, but the execution seemed a bit silly and everything. So, a little while ago, a few months back, I did come across a copy of like the whole series for cheap. I was like, why not? Let's give it a go. And uh, it took me a while. I finally uh, sat down and watched them all and I. I did what I normally can't do. If I'm watching a series of movies, uh, I usually get, I, I usually reach my limit and I need to take a break from the series. Yeah, I can't to watch out. like, yeah, X-Men, X-Men 2, X-3. I can't do that, even if I enjoy the movies. But then with Planet of the Apes, I was all on board. I was like, man, I just want to watch more and more of these. So I tried it right after with The Nightmare on Elm Street and I was able to get through all eight of them uh, within like a week or so probably because they're all like 90 minutes if mm. movies are 90 minutes I can marathon yeah. them yeah if they start going two, two two and a half hours I need a break it's too much um, they're all pretty dumb and they all make mistakes and they all uh, contradict themselves and everything and there's definitely a drop-off point where it's like okay this is just dumb now like, like more than just a little dumb uh, but there are parts of, of different things that I enjoyed from the movies. And I do like uh, Robert England in that character. So watching him do his stuff is really fun. Um, but yeah, once you start getting like part five, part six, it's like they just didn't care anymore. It was They ran out of gas.
0: Are you in agreement with the consensus that the third one is the best one?
1: <clears throat> It's the fan favorite. Um, I'd say for me, my favorites would be the first and new nightmare. When uh, Wes yeah. Craven kind of rebooted it uh, and made Freddy a little darker, a little scarier again. I think that one works really well for most of the movie. Um, but the logic just kind of always falls apart when it's time to fight Freddie. It's like, who's going to like, what are his powers? What, how far can he go? Yeah. I think the second one, kind of gets a bad rap though. The second one messed around with what he does. Um, cause it's the concept is he gets you in your dreams. You go to sleep. Yeah. You. The second one, he's kind of possessing somebody and he's coming into the real world. And there's parts where he's killing people in the real world. And the, um, He makes the kid he's possessing actually kill people instead.
0: I don't think I I watched that one. I think I watched the first one. I didn't like it. Everyone said the third one's the best, so I watched the third one, and I didn't care for that one either and kind of done. Third one's the
1: favorite. Uh, The fourth one has probably the best practical effects. There's some really great makeup and and, um, uh, weird stuff in there. That one's got some great moments. Let's
0: see, did In terms I watch
1: of, uh, effect? Oh, okay. I did watch Freddy versus Jason. I've seen Freddy versus Jason like four times by now.
0: Okay, I, I did. The
1: Freddy, Freddy versus Jason play,
0: Wait, I watched the first one, the third one. Which one's the second one?
1: Uh, Freddy's Revenge.
0: Yeah, I gave it one star. Okay, so I did watch it. <laughs>
1: What I think it's it a bad rap though. It's not it's not a brilliant movie or anything, but um people always complain that his powers are different and they say well, it doesn't match the rest of the series.
0: I said but that even was if, the
1: second installment. It's like you can't judge it by all the movies that came after it.
0: I they said were trying
1: even, to do something else.
0: Even if you like Freddy, he's hardly in this one, and it's mostly played by another actor. That's what I put in my Freddy. review. I it's kind of yeah. Two part two.
1: I don't know. Some good effects in that one. He like comes through like a he comes out of a person, the body falls away.
0: Hodge liked it. He gave it three stars.
1: Freddy's Revenge?
0: Part two, yeah. No.
1: Yeah. That uh, yeah, one's Freddy's also revenge. if you ask people about that one, they also constantly mention the uh the homoerotic overtones of that film. Oh, really? Lots of uh SM and and oh male twerking and stuff like that. <laughs> male twerking. <laughs> My goodness.
0: I need to rewatch this now. This needs to be sure studied. Needs yeah, be studied. the Freddy
1: versus Jason versus Ash. They turned that into a comic book. I'm kind of curious to, uh, to read it.
0: Uh, studios didn't want Ash to win. No. That would have been fun.
1: Uh, well, that's the thing with all these a versus b movies you can never decide who's gonna win
0: right it was was it a no freddie won right against jason
1: uh it's the ambiguous thing at the end
0: yeah well you can't kill jason right so freddie won but jason came back was that what it was i can't remember
1: oh they have a big fight at the end and they're both like ripped up freddie's got his arm ripped off and Jason like stabs him with his own claw and they, they chop each other up. And then in the end it's Jason coming out of the water and he's carrying Freddie's head. Uh, and then Freddie's head winks at the camera.
0: Uh, okay. That's what it was. All right. Okay. Jason won
1: according to sauce. All right. Well, whatever. Well, no, the, good, good the, the teenagers won in that one.
0: <laughs> yeah. We all win when Freddie, we all win when Jason we get more, cause we get to watch. We all yeah. win.
1: That's who wins. I still like the uh, the Chucky movies better.
0: I'm with you on that. I I, when it comes to the slasher movies, I find Chucky to be fun, especially when it gets uh, what what the kids call meta, when it starts getting self referential, and I think they handle it well. In that, Mm -hmm. they recognize how ridiculous sometimes the story had become, and some good fun with it i mean that's what it's supposed to be right fun
1: it's just silly goofiness and i guess this is the first time watching these that i can actually just see it as silly Mm. because as a kid it terrified me the idea of watching a nightmare in elm street movie i did watch a few when i was younger but i always had that lingering like i don't want to turn off the light i don't want to go down that dark hallway So it's finally at the point where I can just watch them and be like, yeah, it's just a a very silly, silly, silly movie.
0: Yeah, I was way too much of a wimp to watch scary movies when I was a kid. Not even Terminator or Aliens or anything like that. I I was uh, almost a teenager. I would have been like 12, 11 or 12 before I started getting around to like being okay with those kind of movies. And I'm much older mm-hmm. when I started watching like slasher films and that. And, but they were never really my thing. It would be like, I'd be going out and like, what, what movie are we going to see? Oh, we want to see, I don't know, some stupid slash Candyman. I remember watching that going to the theater and watching candy man. Uh, uh, don't say Candyman into the mirror three times. Okay. Is that what Just, it is? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. I've never seen it. I think I was I was just looking at my popcorn <laughs> whole movie. I was like, uh ah, get me out of here. there was some big bonfire. I'm like, I ah, just set them all on fire. I'm done with this movie. But they're just not my thing, you know. Yeah.
1: Um uh, it, it really feels like a um uh you kind of gotta watch it with a group.
0: That would be fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Speaking of which, do you still do your uh, your bad movie nights?
0: Those are uh, my first two movies I'm going to talk about are movies we watched on our last bad movie okay. night. We might do one tomorrow. I've, I've got a
1: recommendation for you. I got my pen. Uh...
0: I got a piece of paper. Let's go.
1: Uh, hang on. Let me make sure I get the name <laughs> right. I wrote it down. Hang on uh this is a chuck norris movie from 1994 called hellbound
0: hellbound
1: yes it is the last film uh made by the cannon group before they went out of business okay it uh that's all i can tell you it's chuck norris in an action movie and boy oh boy does it have its moments
0: hellbound
1: chuck norris where is this movie is it on tubi i i got it on dvd
0: <laughs> of course you do
1: <laughs> i found a, i bought a chuck norris like three pack it had uh it had three terrible movies on it but this one was actually enter, entertaining yeah all right in the wrong in the wrong way in the right way
0: well if you would want we we've talked about these movies before uh but the two movies it was it was fun to re-watch um, I actually one of the movies they wanted to watch was uh piranha three d it was mm-hmm. one of the newer piranha movies that came out like you know two thousand and twelve or something like that not the old ones from the seventies the james Cameron and uh, Grumlin's guy the burbs guy Joe Dante Joe dante. They both uh, uh, did one of those movies in the 70s, but then they kind of brought the series back in a campy style. Mm-hmm. So I went to the dark web to get us Piranha 3D. And uh, when I went to play the file, it was actually, you've probably seen them before, but it's actually like a 3D file. It like plays like the, fi- the, the video in two panels. So if mm-hmm. you have 3D... If you have like a 3D um, or, a, you know, one of those headsets, well, like a headset, virtual reality headset, mm-hmm. you put that, you put that, play that in your virtual reality headset and it plays it back in 3D. Okay. Which doesn't work on uh, LCD TV when you got a bunch of people
1: around. So. Sorry, just on the note of 3D, Freddy's Part 6 was actually in 3D. Did you get classes? Scene where. There's a scene in the movie where somebody puts on 3D glasses and then she takes them off as the cue for you to put your 3D oh. glasses on. <laughs> and I only mention that because in Freddy Six, uh, one of the characters played by Yafet Koto. Oh, that's which a big I get. I was extremely shocked. That's a him. big
0: get for one of those
1: movies. Oh, my God. Yeah, and he, he doesn't do a whole lot.
0: Thank I imagine you. it was a day on it. the set. He got his paycheck and got out of there. Thank you so much.
1: You know what? If somebody offered me a chance to uh be in a Freddy movie, even if it was one of the lackluster sequels, just to be able to see Robert England do his thing. Sure.
0: Yeah. Maybe. <clears throat> I don't know. That dude was an aliens. He doesn't he doesn't he's got his slasher tread already. Um, okay, so. Uh, the two bad movies we watched uh bad movie night way back in on May 13th I got the the gang to watch <laughs> Death Promise Oh yeah. Yeah. Death yeah. Promise Death oh Promise. yeah yeah it was it was a good time um it was so funny watching like they were getting into the story and that and then that you know that one scene where you see Like they 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 wait until the end to reveal who the bad guy is, but there's Mm -hmm. that one scene where he's petting the cat and it's obviously him, Mm -hmm. you know, like you could see him and they they were kind of like taken out by that. They're like, oh, that that kind of sucks. I'm like, come on, this movie's terrible. Like, what? what? (laughs) Of course, stupid things like that are going to happen. But
1: as long as as long as uh, somebody gets a a bag of rats over the head, yeah, that's
0: good times. So we watched that, and then we tried to watch Piranha 3D. So we went to a safe movie that we all knew was going to be bad. We watched Troll 2 again.
1: Oh my god! Yeah.
0: yeah. Just, so uh, I I loved both uh, in their, you know, for for the terribleness for the, of for the right reasons. Yeah. As Sarah said that Death Promise was was much better than Troll 2. I'm like, I don't I don't know about that. I mean both have their qualities, I think. But if I look back, I did give Death Promise two stars. I don't know what I was I did not write a review for that one. Oh, bad acting, lighting, plot, but you get some hilarious deaths. Oh, that might maybe that was why. And I only uh, gave it's, Troll it's, Two one star.
1: Yeah. Uh, all right.
0: All right. Well, anyways.
1: I can see that. Troll two, you're following around a bunch of teenagers.
0: Uh, but there were some uh, – let me try to think now. There were some facts that uh, some of the other gang had about that movie. Maybe we talked about it when we did. I can't remember. But that movie was uh, – so there is a – okay, this is it. There was a movie – do you remember that when – in Troll 2, I know it's been a while since we watched it, but there was the gang in the uh, – they were in the camper. They were in a camper and they were watching a movie. Yes. And it, it was like a monkey just like a rocket it's just some ex- kind of
1: rocket or something. Yeah.
0: Explodes out of him. And fly- Apparently that's like a German
1: film. That- uh, I remember seeing there was a Cinemassacre video where he talked about he, he identified the film and uh said something about it, but I, I, I don't remember what the name of the movie was. Well, I can't remember the name of the movie either. Whatever.
0: It was, it was. I'm sure if you just look name. up
1: "Troll 2, yeah, you know, movie and movie though, yeah, you'll be able to find it. But yeah,
0: uh, yeah apparently, like all the, uh, I don't. We might have talked about this before. I can't remember, but uh, they they reminded me that all of the actors in that movie showed up on set to uh, not audition, but to be uh, extras in the background. And the producers were just grabbed extras and said, no, you're going to play this character. You're going to play this character. That's why the acting is like so terrible in that movie because <laughs> they were all supposed to be extras. Like the one guy, right? he's like a, a dentist or something like the dad. Mm-hmm. In that movie. He's a dentist and he does his dentist. And then like his side gig is to go around to conventions and all that and uh, meet the fans of Troll 2. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting stuff.
1: Sorry, just one other note because um, yeah. you said petting cats. I totally forgot. The other day, I watched a James Bond movie.
0: Petting cats. So, uh, Pussy Glory. Did you watch Goldfinger?
1: Uh, I watched From Russia with Love.
0: Okay. Okay. What'd you think of uh, of that one?
1: Uh, it, it was okay. It, it a little, a little slow. I don't know if it was just the time the time frame of the movie was made there were some some very good parts some good dialogue good performances and everything but uh, I don't know I watched it late at night so maybe yeah
0: that's well that's the second movie in the series yeah. and they still hadn't gotten the formula 100 like Goldfinger when that came out that was like okay this is the way to do a James Bond film and then every other James Bond film was kind of for the most part, has followed that formula. Uh, so, from Russia with Love is a little bit more slow uh, because they were still trying to figure it out, kind of thing. But hmm. I, that's one of, one of my uh, more favorite ones. I, I do enjoy that one. Uh, it's up. It's up. It would be in my top, easily in my top ten, maybe top five. Okay.
1: Well, I, I did grab a few of them when that uh, rental shop went out of business. So yeah. I got I got a couple more. I do have uh, Goldfinger and Thunderball, which I believe are like the the next ones right after that.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Goldfinger follows it, and you know that that's a classic. Thunderball. It's like I think it's one of the longest James Bond films. Might be the second longest. I mm-hmm. think the longest is well, I don't know. The Daniel Craig ones are pretty long too, uh, but the pre Daniel Craig. I'm pretty sure that was the second longest. And the longest one was uh the one with um the Australian model playing James Bond. The heck's his name. Lazenby, George Lazenby. That was a really but
1: that was one. the like the unofficial it was official. Had, like, two movies that are
0: No, no, no. The the unofficial ones you're thinking of is cas- the original Casino Royale from the sixties with mm-hmm. like Woody Allen. That was like a comedy kind of thing. And then there was uh, the the Sean Connery one from the 80s uh, called Never Say Never Again. And that one was actually sort of a remake of Thunderball. They're Mm -hmm. almost uh, identical movies, almost. Um, Both are not very good. Uh, Well, I haven't seen Casino Royale in a very long time, but I watched it when I was a kid and I remember not liking it. But uh, Never Say Never Again is... I don't like that one at all uh, but Thunderbolt's a little bit a little bit slow they kind of go back and, uh, but uh, you yeah. know, anyways
1: well to date I've only seen three of them and so far Moonrakers number one <laughs> yeah well you might be uh, uh no like I, I legitimately enjoyed Moonraker I, I thought it was fun you might be a
0: Roger Moore guy then the the Roger Moore ones are fun. I, I cannot, you know, I, I like those ones too. Uh, but for me, Moonraker goes, it's, it's a little silly. Like, you know, they were basically Star Wars was big. Star Trek was coming out. We got to put James Bond in space. We got to do it. And yeah, I, don't know. Anyways. I mean, you can't like, you just, you yeah like I've, I've learned to
1: accept that the movies are silly in, yeah. in that certain aspects. And that's, you know the try. It's this. It's all the one-liners and the you know the crazy gadgets. Just have some fun. Uh,
0: okay, then uh, I don't know if I told you, but we uh, finished up with uh, Mash. We got to the final episode. Oh, okay. Uh, really good. Um, the show stayed, I think, fairly consistent towards the end. I think I, I understand. Like some people are more fans of the. The first three seasons with Mm. Trapper John and uh, McLean Stevens because the show is way more silly. Um, Yeah. When
1: it was just, you know, let's have fun.
0: But when the actors were like, hey, we want to do more serious drama and stuff like that. So like Alan Alda apparently had it in his contract that there had to be a scene uh, within the operating room at some point during every episode because he wanted it he wanted the audience to be reminded that what they were, what they were going through, like what the characters were going through and that war sucks and all that. So yeah, they're having some fun, but there's always that serious undertone behind what they're, mm-hmm. you know, that they always had to, but like none of them really wanted to be there kind of thing. Um, the last season is they started leaning very heavily on, um, like, uh, cliched, um, uh, sitcom plot lines a little bit, not too much, but a little bit, like there's a lot more like, you know, uh, not Klinger gets married, but just kind of, you know, stuff like that, you know, like just stuff that you'd seen in other sitcoms kind of, you know, coming to fruition in MASH, which, you know, in the early seasons, MASH was a trend sender, you know, instead of copying other, like there, there was one where they were trying to solve a crossword puzzle. And I'm pretty sure if you go back, there's like a I Love Lucy where they were trying to solve a crossword puzzle or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know? um, but he, Alan Alda did that final season only because he really wanted to do the finale a certain way. And the TV studio said, well, if you come back for 11th season, we can do the finale that way. So he agreed to do it. So uh, the finale is great. Holds up. Uh, it was, you know, emotional and funny um it's kind of jarring in a way because you're watching it so originally it it was two and a half hour it's like there's two and a half hours of content right so Mm -hmm. originally when it aired it aired over a span of three hours right so without the commercials and that it's a little jarring how quickly some of the characters i i I could spoil the finale of mash i think i can um Basically, uh, Hawkeye has an experience on a bus that uh, really affects him uh, emotionally, right? And he he's always been the Joker, the jo- the, the funny guy coming up with jokes. Always oh, using humor as a shield against all this terrible, th- all these terrible things that are happening. And uh, he finally snaps. He just snaps, right? And he just uh, he yells at uh, some nurses, and they don't show it. They just kind of talk about it kind of thing. And uh he uh, a nurse was putting um the uh there was a patient in front of him and they were putting the uh what do they call it? the knockout juice, I don't know what the hell over the guy's face and he thought the nurse was suffocating the guy or something like that. Anyways, sends him off the deep end. Uh and then like there's a bit there's so you're seeing all this stuff go and then he does all this stuff with the the psychiatrist Sydney Friedman and then he's <clears throat> you know back to old Hawkeye like very quickly. Whereas if this was done today, this would be done over 10 episodes of a, sh- of a TV show. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just the way that television used to be done. Everything was very quick. Like you'd be over whatever problem you had, it could be solved within, you know, 22 minutes of uh, program time and commercial no. commercials added in. Kind
1: you got to get to the next scene eventually. Right. Exactly. Hey, some time.
0: look at this. Hey, pal Dino. Uh, but, you know, for the most part, holds up, I would say... I don't know if I've, I've mentioned this before, but I'll say it again. Trapper John and Hawkeye—they were best friends. But that BJ Honeycutt and Hawkeye, those guys, those guys were brothers. They were—they, were, they, you know, like it just, you just—you could tell they really, those two characters really loved each other. You know, they fought, but they did silly things, but they also fought a lot, and and it was just good, good, good television. So I was happy mm-hmm. to watch that again. Um, so then our, the next TV series that we started. Um, did we try to? We must have tried to watch something else. Oh, we did try to watch. I tried to watch *Mr. Robot*, um, which is like a Rami Rami Malek is in that show. Basically, uh, he's like um, he plays like a sort of a. I don't know. He's got like some sort of autism or something like that. And, but he's like an idiot savant kind of thing with all programming and hacking and getting into, uh, you know, government things and all that uh, through the computer, through the Internet. And uh, he falls. So he's trying to get a job with uh, this company, and he's working his way up in this company. And then this uh, rogue group uh, led by Christian Slater uh, comes in and tries to um, they basically use him uh, to take the, take some stuff that they felt that the bat this company was doing and it was evil and all. That. I don't know. I didn't even follow half of it. It was like, I started falling asleep. Um, it just wasn't for me. It was all about hacking and conspiracies. And I don't know. I I didn't, I, I didn't get it. So I watched the, the pilot and that was kind of enough for me. So Sarah was kind of out of it too. She didn't, she didn't care for it. So I said, okay, well, we got to pick another show. What's our next show? So we watched, we started Family Ties. Hey, okay. Yeah. And let me tell you, we're having a much better time with Family Ties. That <laughs> <laughs> show. Um, so first of all, the first season, there's a couple of episodes that are a little bit, a little bit rough. You could tell that the network, when the show was designed, they designed it around uh, Michael Gross and, and Meredith Baxter, Bernie Turney or whatever heck her name is, the, the parents of the show, right? Stephen Keaton and mm-hmm. Elise Keaton. They're like the central figures of the show. But you could see like there's just a gradual shift in momentum as the kids just start taking over the plot lines because they were mm-hmm. obviously the more favorited characters of the show, especially Alex P. Keaton.
1: Yeah, Where, he he's the one everyone regards as the star of that show, right?
0: Where you can you can, we started counting, like there's a formula that 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 fits, right? So every episode there's either five or six scenes, usually six scenes. The so six scene is like a kicker at the end, but there'll be scene one, scene two, scene three, scene four, scene five, and then scene five. Whatever happened in one, two and three and four, Alex has to apologize for because he made a mistake. <clears throat> and then there's the kicker to send a joke off uh, at the at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. But enjoy. Uh, so we're on season three now. Yeah, we watched the first two seasons. She's already pregnant with the kid. Um, and okay. it's funny. It's funny, too. The first season, there's like this really cheesy opening. And even that song, you know, the song, the theme song. If you if you think about the lyrics to that theme song, which if you grew up in the '80s and watched Family Ties, you can probably remember the, th- the lyrics. To that theme mm-hmm. song, that song is very centered around the, the the parents, right? The mom and dad. Like it doesn't make sense. Like a show that's mostly about these kids is like uh, like this loving tribute to these
1: parents. Well, oh, it's a family unit. But yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, it's it's you more to vocal. the lyrics, yes. yeah.
1: Yeah, um, but anyway, it's a very hippy dippy uh, mom and dad love each other.
0: If you're thinking about watching Family Ties, even if you didn't grow up in that area era, I think you can get a lot out of it because it it's very um, like a lot of what was going on in the '80s between uh, like the parents are basically uh, hippies that okay. have grown up, so they have responsibilities and that, but they still have very liberal views and the kids are the uh like Alex is the uh, uh republican yeah, he, he worships like the, uh he's the maga kid yeah yeah he well i would go that far he's more of a mitt romney type i would say mm-hmm. he worships the almighty dollar right and then Mallory's the uh um material girl you know madonna mm-hmm. was sing, singing about girls in the 80s you know like she's all about uh, possessions and Um, and then, uh, uh, Tina Yothers is like a, uh, tomboy kind of thing, which, you know, I don't know. She doesn't, she kind of, her role gets kind of diminished less and less. Although I'd say like, I remember when I was a kid, a lot of people were knocking Tina Yothers and her acting. They'd say like, she was really bad, but I don't know, maybe she gets worse later on, but in that in those first two seasons they gave her a lot of funny lines and she was like uh, you know it wasn't just funny because the kids said it she you know for a 9 year old acting on a big show the first couple of episodes she was a little bit rough but you know once uh, you know her acting greatly improved after two episodes and i don't know i thought she did she was doing a pretty good job she does have too much of a role now here in season 3 it's definitely more focused on alex and mallory it's
1: rough being the youngest kid on a sitcom because you're cast for your you know youthfulness and cuteness but then, yeah, you, and then grow you grow out up. of that and then they write in a new kid you know that's when, <laughs> yeah uh, that's right yeah well you know, cousin richie or or yeah, someone shows up
0: yeah yeah you're not wrong um and it's funny because she like on season three now she's almost as tall as uh michael j fox you know like she's only like Maybe an inch or two shorter than him. Not not much. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying it. Uh, you know, I recommend it. Did him. they uh,
1: introduce Mallory's boyfriend yet? Was his name Nick?
0: Nick. No, uh not yet. Oh, and that's another funny thing, too. Like, uh, So in the first, like early on, they build up to the fact that Alex is leaving soon, right? Because he's going to be going off to college, right? And a lot of it is centered around... Uh, him going to Princeton, which is like, you know, uh, two hours away. The show's takes place in Columbus, Ohio. I went on the the map and I looked at uh, how long like it would take to get to Princeton. And it, Princeton's in mm-hmm. New Jersey, right? So it's that's far mm-hmm. away. And they're building this up that he's going to be going to Princeton. But then as his his star rises, and this is the star of the show. You're not going to write him off nope. to go off to college. So when he does a, a, end up going to college, spoiler alert. They just made up some college in Ohio that, that was prestigious that he could go to. So he could still be on the show. He's only 30 hmm. miles away instead of uh, a 12-hour train ride away. But anyways, Family Ties. Hold on. Hmm.
1: Recommend it. Uh, How many seasons then, for, the, for the whole show?
0: Seven, I think. Okay. It's a lot less, a lot fewer episodes than... MASH is a big one. Yeah, it's not going to take us uh, as long to get through. I think it's I think it's 146 episodes, whereas MASH was uh, 240, at least 100 episodes more.
1: Mm. Ah! Oh, oh, my goodness. Gazunta. That might be the oh, first time you've ever sneezed on this show.
0: Uh, it might be. I usually try to mm. mute my mic, but uh, it wasn't going to happen this time. Wasn't gonna make it.
1: So when you uh when you do these uh TV episodes, you do like one a night, two a night.
0: Oh, sometimes we do four a day.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, okay.
0: Well we get up. Uh, like like this week, uh you know, we only get through about two episodes because I've been uh going to class and that, but you know, uh like when I was uh doing the classes here, I wouldn't start till eight o'clock. So we'd get up, we'd eat breakfast, we'd watch an episode. Then I'd have my lunch break. I'd probably get through one or two episodes. And then uh, at supper time, get through maybe two, maybe three episodes. Who knows? Okay. Depends on what we got to do, what's going on, all that. So, you know, that's our thing. Like, I mean, the episodes are 25-ish minutes, you know, because you get more content content back in the 80s than now. Now you get through shows like in 22 minutes, but – Yeah, so they're not full half hours or anything. So, yeah, that's our thing. That's it. I mean, I rewatched the Team America World Police. Have you ever seen that? Okay. uh,
1: Yeah. I I watched that uh, just a couple months ago.
0: Okay. I uh, discovered that the uh, version in my uh, Blu-ray collection is uh, the rated version because I waited – for that puppet to poop on the other puppet. Mm. And I didn't see it. It didn't happen.
1: I've got the unrated DVD. So I
0: have the theatrical version on Blu-ray. So I'm going to have to throw that out.
1: Wait a minute. Don't don't they with especially with Blu-rays, don't they they give you both versions?
0: So I think this one might have been a blockbuster thing or something like that. Uh a lot of the movies that we buy, you use movies they come from uh, a place called giant tiger where they basically sell used. They just re shrink wrap them and that. So uh,
1: okay. stuff
0: that they got from like movie rental places or whatever, it just says team America on it. World police. There's no like unrated or anything like that on it. And all right. Oh, uh, what is this sauce? Asking, have you seen the Genesis ghostbusters hack? where they added Winston as a playable character. I have Yeah, not. I did see that. I have not.
1: I forget where. Maybe it was just on uh, the YouTube? Twitter or something. Hmm. But yeah, it's like you you highlight Egon or something, and, and then you get to play Winston in-game.
0: I mean, that is kind of a rip-off that he's not in that game. It's a little embarrassing. Yeah. He
1: should be in that
0: game, I
1: think. I still like the um, that new Ghostbusters two game. Yeah, where you get to play all four of them and as Louis Tully.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's
1: a good game. Okay,
0: that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, I mean, I mowed my lawn yesterday. That was, uh, I, what else do I got?
1: <laughs> it's rainy season here, so it's hard to.
0: Oh, it hasn't yeah, rained here in a. It hasn't rained here in a month now. It, a month ago, it rained so much that the creek beside my house, we were afraid that it was going to flood into our house because it was mm-hmm. so swollen. Here we are a month later, there's forest fires all over Canada. It's like uh, it's it, a few days this week it's been so smoky like you could smell it, you could taste it.
1: Mm-hmm. You can
0: see like you, it, there was a haze throughout over the the city. Mm. Um there's a site called uh, firewatch.ca where you can see all the forest fires in Canada. It's mm-hmm. pretty pretty wild. Maybe I should call it up. Show you.
1: Firewatch.
0: This is good. Okay. This will be good content for the listeners out there. Uh, no, Smoke smoke Watch.
1: I, don't know, I saw on the news last night they were showing um, – Clips of New York City and like the the sky is all orange and hazy and everything from this. How how long has it been going on for like two weeks now? The really big one on on the East Coast?
0: Fire Smoke Canada.
1: That's what it is. Okay.
0: Let's see. How do I share this? Uh, Present. Slides. No. Extra camera. No. Share screen. There we go. Let's see. Look at that. There you go. So Uh. over here in Quebec, Uh these are all the forest fires in Mm -hmm. Quebec. And where am I? I'm here in greater Sudbury. So there is uh, above Elliott Lake here. There there are a few fires here, but all that thick smoke is coming over the the city of Sudbury. Oh,
1: goodness. Yeah. I thought this was a little more more east. I thought this was closer to uh, Nova Scotia.
0: Nope. Nova Scotia is like way out by the ocean here.
1: Yeah, I thought I saw um, I, thought I saw some postings about uh, That's what, evacuations that's what, over there.
0: That's what Sarah said. She said uh, in New Brunswick there was a bunch of uh, forest fires. But according to this, there's nothing. And if you want to see some real stuff, out by Stevens Way, B.C., they're really crazy. Oh, look at there. that. Yeah. That is
1: some craziness happening up there. And Apparently, this is all just. This is just within uh, the month. I mean, it, it just naturally happening just due to dry brush and, and heat.
0: So, and- you know, there's always forest fires, right? But because of, for, forgive me, forgive me for all the conservatives out there who have their heads stuck in the sand, but due to global warming and climate change, now mm-hmm. when we get forest fires, they are way more intense, right? To the point that apparently in B.C., like they just gave they just give up like there's on the news uh, the other day. They were just like, yeah, we we don't have the manpower. We can't control any of this stuff. So, you know, it's like there's nothing they can do now. Stephen, he's down here over in uh, on the island here. So he's like, you know, living the good life down here. He's fine. But up here, his his brothers and sisters up north, they're getting uh, they're getting the serious smoke. So there you go. There's your firesmoke.ca. It's a very fascinating website. I have not been able to stop looking at it at least once a day uh, this uh, this week. Fun stuff. See what you learn here. All right. I hope all the people listening got something out of that. Oh well, sure. All right. I think, really did. I think that's a show. I mean, uh, what else? Mm. Oh yeah, my uh, car, no. my car exploded that was uh oh <laughs> sarah went out I, so sarah has a toyota matrix and i have a honda fit her toyota matrix doesn't have any uh air conditioning in it so i said take my car it's got air conditioning so she went uh, she was going out to visit her sister the other day and it was very warm out she drives out there she calls she calls me she's like uh, you know the car the car is overheating so I said, well, bring it back, bring it back here, you know, just take it slow and, uh, you know, come back here. and I'll take a look at it. So she, she tried and then uh, steam started coming out of the car.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so she pulled off the side of the road. Her sister met her on the side of the road and, and they, uh, they called a the tow truck. Uh, of course, nowhere in Sudbury was uh, accepting any, anyone. Like uh, no mechanics were set accepting any new work. Like we'd call around, like who's a mechanic like that you use? I'll oh, go see this guy. So Sarah would call him up. I, I they'd be like, I got to be honest, I'm like already two weeks behind on the work I have. I can't take any more in. She called three places, got the same response. So the only place that would take her was Canadian Tire. Mm-hmm. I said okay, Canadian Tire is a big chain here in Canada. They're very hit mostly miss a little bit of hit
1: mostly it kinda miss. sounds like jiffy lube in the us
0: yeah yeah but it, you know canadian tire does a little bit more than just oil changes like they'll do shocks and uh, brakes and stuff like mm-hmm. that but uh, i've had some bad i've had some good experiences like a few good experiences at canadian tire and a lot of bad ones but we were desperate they were the only ones that were going to take the car in so take the car in they said it was a serpentine belt don't know what the serpentine belt is most modern cars just have one belt you don't have a fan belt and all this stuff like older cars did you just have one belt that does all the work of the turning the Mm -hmm. fans and the air conditioning basically as the motor spin it spins this belt and it does a whole bunch of accessories for the car uh including the fan for the radiator that keeps the car cool which if you don't do it's gonna you can blow a head gasket or something and it's not going to be good times for your car you're either you might destroy your car. So, um, uh, the, what is he talking about? <laughs> Sassa's rack, rack and peanut steering. steering.
1: Yeah. Okay. I can't wait till I get my DVDs. I can, I can remember all this stuff. Uh,
0: so, uh, take the car into the Canadian tire. That's what they thought. the serpentine belt is there. So we take, this was on a Thursday. Friday goes by. We don't hear from them. Saturday morning, uh-huh. I call them. I say, I, and I get the parts desk, which isn't a good sign. I think because I called the auto center and I got the parts desk. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm looking like Honda Fit brought it in on Thursday, looking to get an update. He's like, oh, well, the auto center's closed. I'm like, they're closed. It's like, yeah, it's Saturday. Uh, I'm like, I know it's Saturday. <laughs> what are you doing closed? <laughs> uh he's like well i can go and check your car for i could go and like give me your name and the car and i can go check see what give you an update i'm like okay great so i'm on hold and then the call drops which i know is the guy like just hanging up on me basically just want to talk to me right like Hmm. i i know what happens i've worked at places i know what happens you put them on hold for a few minutes you sit there (laughs) oh he's still on hold well, let's let's pretend the call got cut off, and then he maybe he won't call back. So uh, finally, on on uh, they were closed all day. So we drove, we did a couple of drive-bys, and my car was like in the shop every time we drove. Serpentine belt replacing a serpentine belt is like an hour max, not even an hour, like twenty minutes to replace a belt. Mm-hmm. My car is still in the shop. I'm like, what the what is going on with my car? So finally Monday. Get the call. The, the car is uh, is ready. So Sarah went in and paid for it, and uh, when I got home, we went and picked up the car. So then she tells me, "Okay, when I went in and paid for it, they replaced the belt, but they gave me these other notes. One was this, like this is a, this is a thing they do at Canadian Tire now. They had to take a tire off of the car to replace the serpentine belt, so they retorked mm-hmm. the the they torqued the tire. Then they tell you." After one hundred kilometers, make sure you retorque it, because they've done it wrong so many times and gotten in trouble so many times that they now have to say that as a blanket statement. Like you have to retorque it after one hundred kilometers, because when the wheel flies off after one hundred kilometers, we're not liable. It's your fault because we told you to retorque it, kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that's fine. So then she tells me that the cap to the radiator had melted. Huh. And we might want to have that replaced. Maybe. Right. And I'm thinking, oh, that sounds serious to me. I'm going to have to look at that. But this was late at night. and get up the, the next morning and I'm like, I'm sure, I stupid me. I'm like, I'm sure everything's fine in there. It's just Canadian Tire being stupid, just like the tire thing. I'm sure everything's fine. That was my mistake. I drive it to uh, class. uh On the Tuesday morning, everything was fine. No thing. Start driving back. Warning bells, (laughs) warning lights. It was was hot Mm out. Uh, The temperature gauge starts going off. I'm like, oh, great. So I put my four-way hazards on. I slow right down. I'm on the bypass, the Highway 144 bypass up to Chelmsford. Uh, It's 90 kilometers an hour through there. I'm doing 50 you know, going as slow as I can't go any faster. I, I pull off to the side of the road a few times to let people go by, but it's all people in in trucks, big trucks and SUVs and all that, you know, all angry because they need to get somewhere and all that. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't blow a head gasket here. I You're just going to have to put up with me. Plus there's all construction on that road. I stopped, I, I had to stop for construction and there's this big, uh chevy silverado in front of me and he's one of those guys that like when you stop for construction you know it's going to be there you're going to be there for a while so especially when your car is overheating take it you turn it off sit back and relax right and just wait Mm -hmm. for the traffic to start moving before you start moving this is one of those guys that he's always on the pedal he's on the brake pedal Mm -hmm. and like he's just sitting there and he gets anxious he starts moving we're not going anywhere but he just starts inching towards the car in front of me. So every time he does that, I turn on my car, thinking that we're going.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Finally, I learned my lesson, and I just sat there and you know let him coast. until. But I couldn't see. Like, normally, when that happens, I could see the traffic around the car in front of me. But this big Chevy Silverado, I couldn't see the traffic. Anyways, make it home. Okay. Uh, I get into Chelmsford, and the car starts smoking. Like, I, steam starts mm-hmm. coming out. But I, I, I get the car into the parking lot. I open it up. And it's not the cap to the radiator that's melted. So th- there's a, a reservoir of uh, radiator fluid that's hooked up to your uh, radiator. It's like mm-hmm. just extra fluid, right? Because fluid is always constantly running through the radiator. It gets cooled. And then there's like a reservoir. So th- it just makes sure that there's always enough fluid to go through your radiator. That's how important your radiator mm-hmm. is. Well, the cap to this reservoir didn't melt. It was the part that sticks up, like that the cap sticks onto. Like imagine like a plastic bottle okay. and the part you screw yep. on, that melted. So mm-hmm. it didn't need just the cap. It needed the whole... So the thing couldn't build up pressure. There was no fluid going through the radiator. And I'm like this, this goddamn Canadian tire. Gotta stop taking my car there. <laughs> They're terrible. I mean, that's... But they didn't want to replace it. Right? They saw mm. that. They just put the cap back on it, and they said, it's going to take us forever to order a part. I'm waiting for a part to come in. i got to do it myself because nobody else is going to do it. Mm. Thank goodness I tried to learn a little bit about cars. Anyways, mm. long story short, don't take your car to Canadian Tire.
1: I never will. All
0: right. Good. Take it somewhere else. All right. That's it. Good. That was a good story to end on, don't you think?
1: <laughs> Exploding look, cars, sure. We can
0: look at more uh, smoke in Canada if you want. They have, let's see what's happening. Look at that in Michigan. Hey, let's see what's happening over sauce here in Wisconsin. Look yeah, what easy- happens if
1: you go down to the States? Can you go look down anymore?
0: Here. Oh, yeah. Look at here in Wisconsin. Look how easy sauce has it. He just has to breathe this little bit of uh, air. Terrible air here. Just a little bit. It's only got one hey, fire. Jersey's
1: not. Oh well, there's some smoke going on
0: there. Oh yeah, Jersey's getting hit hard. Jersey and New York, you
1: guys, those guys there are getting hit hard. Oh look at those little red circles going yeah, right over,
0: right over Philly. Yeah, that's not good times for them.
1: Can you scroll over to where I am Can you in Japan, over
0: to Japan? I don't think they cover Japan. Not just this square over uh, uh-huh. North America.
1: A little bit of Mexico.
0: Oh, yeah, a nah, bit. just where fires are. They don't actually have a... This looks like the limit to their radar system. But there you go. Firesmoke.ca. I recommend it. All right. It's good fun. All right. Thanks for listening, uh, everybody. Uh, thanks for everyone in the chat, who was Steven. Uh, Deke showed up. Uh, mm-hmm. Rocket Sauce, of course. Yeah, and Dean. Yeah, Dean. Yeah. That's all we needed. It was good. Good times. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, we'll so we come back. back next month. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, according to the schedule, the schedule for next week. Well, we could do one next week if we wanted to according to the schedule, but I don't know what I'm doing on the next week after that, but hmm. we would need to, we need to, we need time to watch stuff and have things to talk about and
1: all that. Stuff, you know, I might watch another James Bond movie. Yeah,
0: that'll that'll kill a minute or two.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can talk about miniatures. I bought a bunch of miniatures, but
0: yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I even I didn't even talk about D D. Oh well.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah. We can't. You didn't get stuck in a swamp or anything, did you? We.
0: So you remember I was saying like we were playing from that book. Mm -hmm. uh we got so lost in that book there was so much story and lore Mm -hmm. that our brains just could not take in all that information while trying to learn how to play the game Mm -hmm. so our dungeon master about a month ago or like before we this this had to happen after we recorded it anyways the previous episode uh she just took the book and she said you know what we're not doing this any, any, anymore anymore hmm. i'm going to take the team so she took us and she like basically transported us to a different area where we just kind of sort of been just doing some dungeon crawling bit yeah now just because like got- the problem is, is like okay your character could do a bunch of stuff right but you don't know what your character can do. Like when you're like, Oh, you're given a situation and you're trying to figure out like what to do next. And it's like, I didn't know my character could do that or do this or whatever. There's, there's, there's a lot of information. So we're just trying to get used to just playing as these characters, right. And, and learning what they can and cannot do. Um, So thankfully the dungeon master is very uh, forgiving. Plus uh, like, like, for instance, like when I was listening to uh, the uh, Flock of Nerds and Sean do that Dungeons and Dragons mm-hmm. thing, right? So I created a character that would kind of fit that campaign that they were doing because I imagine that's what a Dungeons and Dragons campaign is, right? So mm. my bard character, uh, Far and uh can't. I, I made him so he would be good at, like, solving puzzles and getting at, a, you know, situations where you're talking to people and stuff like that. So he has, like, a lot of abilities, like, to disguise himself, to uh, influence a person to get information out of them and that. Mm-hmm. And then we tr- it turns out that we're, like, mostly just fighting things, right? Like golems and... Uh, we we fought a baby dragon uh the other day Aww. yeah took it apart man it was uh burning the <laughs> it was e- it was eating the people in our town so it had to go um <clears throat> so we're doing like a lot of fighting in that so a lot of the stuff that i can do it's just it's completely useless right mm-hmm. i'm just doing the old basic attack kind of thing so i need to switch up my spells in that so i have to talk to our dungeon master and see if she will allow me to change uh, change up my spells because there's, we get in a fight and there's nothing I can do other than just try to hack people with this stupid sword. So, like, uh, like I have an ability to... Um, uh, what's it called? Like, you, you, you can influence uh, another being to, like, fight with you kind of thing, to fight on, on your side, right? But they have to be a humanoid so the thing doesn't work on like wolves and you know stuff that we've been fighting it's got to be like a some sort of humanoid kind of thing so
1: very specific yes lots of details in this game uh, uh like simpler like let's, let's come on let's play yeah let's so finish, that let's finish in 45 minutes Basically,
0: <laughs> that's what we've been doing but there's a very like there's a good thin plot that we, we're following along so basically there's a dragon that's so we fought the baby dragon, and uh, of course, there's a parent dragon that's now like really pissed, and he's like destroying our, our town. That's where that's where we left off. Is that like there's this big giant dragon that, and we can't fight it yet. We're not powerful enough to fight it yet. So we have to figure out what we what we can do uh, in order to get rid of this uh, dragon, or he's going to just destroy our town. Okay, so, it's kind of fun, good times. All right. All right. Anyways, we thanked everybody. That's it. You got a little Extendo D
1: and D talk at the end. There you go. There Lucky you. Bonus content right at the yep. end, just like a laser disc. <laughs> yes,
0: or a DVD, or a Blu-ray, or a 4K. Okay, I'm I'm babbling now. All right.
1: Yeah, you sure are. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> And then go.